Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And and I'm gonna mark this down as an absent for Billy. Oh no, we Billy mark is this down as an absent for Billy. So when he sends that invoice, we will mark this day as an absent. I don't like where things. What is are. the fucking point? I don't like you. Don't sound like you're in a great space with Billy June. Is what it sounded like right now. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. I mean, saying we have a podcast i'll knock you down as late but that's you know that's a given i was here before you today no 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 no, no. it's supposed to be 10 o'clock then you send a message last night 10 30 then you send the same message you send every time before we start Can i, I need five minutes? to ten yeah but at least i wasn't late for that you know no, that's it. that doesn't mean anything i was here, no, I was here. No, it, it's not that it doesn't mean anything it means nothing um I don't know. I don't count that as late. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you don't count that as late? You don't count being late as late? No, not when you change it. I consider being late is... But not when I changed yesterday to 10.30. That's not being late. No, that's saying that's, I don't want to do 10. I, 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 my flight's not getting until midnight. Let me make this 10.30. But I only, ha- I, I only have 10 to 12. Right. I only right. have you know that. True. But it, anyway, listen, I, what's going on? What's going on with hip-hop? Don't, no, no, you can't just change the subject. You're, oh, okay, you're, okay. Billy, you're, you're still, what I'm sensing is you're still not over from last week. Re, with, I'm not saying bad reasons. I'm not trying to mock you for that. Billy's uh, lack of taking notes after we talked about taking notes, and then at the end of the episode we said, what notes do you have? And he went, no, 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 I got them. They're in my head. Yeah, and when we, cl- when we flicked the video to Billy to see him taking notes, he was sprawled out on his bed. Yeah, that was, it was a rough... It was a rough week. I have them in my head. It was a rough week. Now, uh, Emilio is here today. Oh, great. Emilio, did you communicate at all? Because, so I don't know if you know this. This is a storyline I think we have not shared on the podcast, but I'm going to share it for the people because I think it's a great storyline. Billy and Emilio were like fucking oil and water when this show started. And, and by the way, shout out to our patrons. We love all our patrons. Uh, one up his life on Patreon. You guys know it better than anyone. You hear all the, the extra episodes you get every week. They were like oil and water. And at, at some point, you know, Emilio decided to change the relationship. And I, I think he made some other changes in his life also, but like patience with Billy and helping him instead of instead of crushing him was part of those changes. Yeah, and part of that was a conversation with... Cypher sounds. Well, what, what do you mean? Part of the, what, the change of Emilio with Billy is a, a conversation with Cypher sounds. That's me. Oh, I, I was, I was, that's me in third person. You t- you say, well, I also had a conversation with Bill, uh, Emilio at that time. I wasn't going to give myself credit for the change that Emilio made, but I see that you just said, no, no, let me take the credit. I said, part, part. <laughs> I wonder, all, way, I wonder how similar or different our conversations were. But anyways, to Emilio's credit, their relationship changed at that point, and they get along great, and I think I think Billy really trusts Emilio, and Emilio helps him, and et cetera. I say all of that to say, Emilio, did you try to communicate to Billy after last week that the I take notes in my head approach is probably not the move? Yeah, I told him, you know, for certain things, that works. But in this instance, when we have to pick social media clips instantly, you need a time code and, you know, you should just take some notes. And he agreed. And he said he was going to start taking notes the following Which would recording. Be willing. He's very willing. He's very willing to do all the things that you guys want him to do. And he was very, very upset that he felt like he let you guys down to a certain degree. And he wants to prove that he is more than capable to handle the reins 
of producing this podcast. Oh, he's doing a great job right now. <laughs> you know what? I, uh, Emilio, thank you. But I'll tell you this, though. If Emilio can... Saif, do you hear Emilio's tone when he talks about Billy? Yeah. Like the level of change. This is this is what's hopeful for me for Billy. If Emilio could change this much in how he handles Billy, could Billy change this much in how he handles the podcast? Is that possible? Kind of like a Rocky Four moment. If I could change, you could change. We who, could who, all who change. changed in Rocky Four? Well, the Russian people came to have love for Rocky. Oh, Rocky had love for them. Yeah, we can all. I don't. Oh, that's I, don't fine. I don't get the sense. I don't get the sense Drago ever changed. To be honest with you. Well, he killed the man. Mama. Ooh. Um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, you might want to follow up, Amelia. Amelia, I appreciate you. Oh, likewise. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys too. It's so funny that I'm hearing Emilio talk, and I just got off the Impractical Jokers cruise. And he sounds so like that, everyone. That Staten Island accent is just embedded in my brain the last week. <laughs> Fucking, man, I was talking. So, oh, first of all, uh, I'm going to be in Boston this Thursday, February 1st, City Winery, Cypher Sounds Comedy Show at the City Winery in Boston. That's your town, Peter. You love the Boston Celtics. I do love the Boston. I wouldn't go as far as calling it. Well, I'll be at the City Winery. How was the football games last night? They seemed exciting. Um, it's funny because I was watching a little bit of Detroit versus San Francisco, look and at I you. was, and as a hip hop guy, I was excited to see who was going to win, Eminem or Pilo. Oh, that's how you viewed the game. Yeah, I was like, oh, who's going to be happy and who's going to be upset. And to be honest with you, Pilo's excitement of when the 49ers win is way more exciting than Eminem's hoodie, pocketed hoodie, half smile. <laughs> yeah, Marshall, Mar Marshall, or as uh, Westside Gum would call him, Marshall. Um, he's only going to give you what he's going to give you. I'll but I'm so, but I'm happy how happy he was. I feel so. I feel so bad for Detroit. I mean, I know you don't care. But you did bring it up, so it's your fault. I mean, yeah. they were up twenty four seven. When I you saw, get up that much, I, that's when I started watching. It was twenty four seven. I was like, "Oh shit, they got it!" And then at the end, I was like, I was changing the channel, and I happened to fall on that. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> shit could just go that way." Like, it, it definitely can. But like, listen, I'm sure Detroit fans were thinking like, "It's too good to be true." You never know. San Francisco's good. But when you get up a certain point, when they scored again, like it was 14-7, and they're thinking, okay, we got a chance. When they get it to 21-7, then it was 21-7, and they were driving again to maybe make it 28-7. It ended yeah. up only being a field goal. They must have been thinking on that drive, oh, shit, this is really, like, we're about to fucking blow them out. It's over. To then have lost. But then, but then <sighs> everything after that is like, it got to be don't let them score, right? That That is what's happening, but it's the Uncle Momentum. Good old Uncle Mo starts to take over, and what, what can you do? I don't know. And who's it? This is uh, Montana and Rice, right? San Francisco? Yeah. Look at you. Joe Look Montana and Jerry Rice? Well, they're not currently playing, but that's the that's the team. Yeah, that's that's. I remember that. I remember those guys. You know, I really hate when I hear from someone – who I'm not expecting to hear from, and they just say, can we talk, and I get no information. I hate that. I really, it really bothers me. Who can I, we talk to? Who Tevin Campbell you? Someone, <laughs> someone, a family, a family member. Oh, shit. Bro, I just thought of something. When I made the joke, can we talk, who Tevin Campbell you? For our R&B party, we should do R&B songs that don't have a hip-hop verse on it and get people to do them. I thought about that. I thought I I, I, I thought about that for like a mixtape. Like, should we get new verses? Because I used to, that was a trick of mine back in the day to get people on the radio that I wanted to get on the radio that didn't have radio records. Like Mano. 
like when Mayno was just like a street artist, I made him like rhyme over like, I remember the biggest one he did was like Cassie, me and you. Mm-hmm. I still play that version to this day. It'd be like, look, do a, do a, do a couple bars on this R&B record and I'll play it in the mix. I did that with True Life. I did that with a couple people. It's a good trick. Didn't you, you? You did some Daytona ones too, didn't you? Daytona, yup. Nina Sky's Nina Sky's biggest hit ever was just a freestyle I could play on the radio, and it turned out to be a fucking hit record. But that's the only reason why I made it. Move your body. Yeah. Move we your body get... was, was just supposed to be one of those. So wait, but what yeah. songs? So wait, what, what? But you don't think you 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 think Can We Talk needs a verse? Too slow, no. No, can we talk? It's not that slow. It's like eighty-five. Can we talk? And put some verses on songs that don't have them, or change out the verses. We could make this a full remix thing. I'm sure you can't hear this side, but it out. That's what she said. <laughs> Uh, I love it. That's what she said, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, I was like, can we talk? She was like, no problem. I said, about what? She said, yo, I'll solve them. I said, that doesn't make sense. She said, okay. Yeah, this could be good. Yo, you should, um, in your mind, think that can we talk is a Thanksgiving song, and then you'll drop bars. <laughs> can we talk about Thanksgiving? <laughs> Um, what about what else out here that could be that doesn't have? Come on. There's so many album cuts, you know what I mean? That's not gonna work. Um I hate with God, I'm just looking at someone else's play playlist. I love my nineties R and B. I hate there's no theme. It's just literally no anything that has singing on no it. No theme. No, no theme. And they'll put a song that's from ninety next to a song that's from ninety nine. Ugh, it's the worst. Also, oh, no. I okay, let me I got two things to ask you. All right. One, do you feel a 90s party when you go to a party that says 90s? Do you feel it's only music from the 90s or shit we used to play in the 90s? Cuz in the 90s when I was a DJ, DJing out, I'd play a lot of stuff from the 80s. I'd play Rakim, Kane, Bismarck E, all that shit. So can you play that at a 90s party? Because that one was playing. Slick Rick, Mona Lisa in, a, in the 90s rang off. Children's Story rang off. So what you saying? Rampage, fucking, um, uh, you know, uh, warming up Kane, set it off. Microphone Fiend, uh, so Eric so Beaver President. You're just naming popular songs that are before the 90s. I know what you're they, doing. But they were in the 90s. Those songs were popping in the clubs. So you're, you believe that when one does a 90s party, it should not be to simply play 90s songs. It should... my, the way I want it is how parties were in the 90s. Now, were we playing deep, deep, Album cuts of Kane? No, we were playing the hits, but that was part of being out. You know what I mean? So, so do you? So you're saying you think the party should be not we play songs from the '90s, we no. replicate what a party would feel like in the '90s. It's a combination. Like, yeah, I wouldn't. You know, don't play 2000 stuff in a '90s party, but can you play something that was from? January 2000, like a DMX song, yeah. But like my boy starting from scratch from Toronto, it has to be January 1st, 1990 to December 31st, uh, 99. And like he won't touch like a biz record or something. I'm like, yeah, but those were rocking in the 90s. The same way now when you go out right now and like the 2006 2005, 2006 era rings off. Jay-Z cuts, lean back, Ja Rule 50, all that stuff rips now. Mm-hmm. This stuff was ripping in the... In the I yo, hear you. Uh, you can't play, you can't play 
uh, for, uh, 900 number 45 King at a 90s party? You say if you keep repeating this over and over again, I understand the concept. You're having a basic philosophical discussion about the concept of a 90s party okay. or an 80s party. Uh, well, which side <sighs> are you on? Yeah, that, that's the question. I, I, which side are you on? I feel like, okay, here's what I would say. I think early in the night, like for the first couple hours of the party, you ride pretty strict 90s. And then in like the last hour, you can get looser and play other stuff that just rang at that time. But if I got on a set, for example, you definitely wouldn't want to get on the set and the first thing you do is play top billing at a 90s party. That would be crazy. What, prime time, you're saying? Yeah, like I would say what, pa a little past prime time, you could go off and do whatever. During the prime, I feel like you've got to be hitting scenario choices, yours, real love, it yes, feels of like. course. But I feel sometimes these 90s parties, they play shit that is from the 90s, but it wasn't really rocking in the 90s. Oh, that too. You mean like it's just in the 90s, but you're like, this wasn't really that big a thing. Like, is a 90s party everything that was in the 90s, or are we trying to have a party? You know what I mean? Like, are we doing... Because then, then you got to, like... I would love to do a 90s backpack party. That's different. That's very specific. I wouldn't play Kane or, or 80s records in a 90s backpack party because that's super specific. And you have respect. Respect. Uh, we, could, we could add a verse to this, by the way. I know it's fading in and out, so you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Kind of fast, though. It's a little... Baby, I had to stop for a second on the balcony. Scoping you down, you're looking fly to me. All dressed up and buying your own drinks. And that ain't right. I you can't handle it on your own. Love John B. What is that again? John B. Oh, John B., yeah, for sure. What about um, Rough Ends, No More? That Ooh. didn't have a rap, right? Oh, man, what a great call. That didn't have a rap. That's 2000 or 90s. I know, that's it 90s reminded, right? I know it reminded you of, of that. It's fast yeah. and the drum, like the, the, the kind of... Yeah, similar. It's a similar womp, song. Womp, womp drums. But even... even Is that 90s? Well, our rule isn't about the 90s anyway, so don't worry about it. Facts. We don't have to even think about that. I got caught up in my argument. And you still got to answer. Baby, relax, sit back and chill. Yeah. Give me a second and let me tell you how I feel. This was a big song. Not huge, but Apparently, big. like, shit like this, the vinyl is, like, going for some bucks on online. Oh, stuff like this, like popular yeah. singles. 90s, 2000s, R&B. It's like the thing right now. Wasn't there a remix to this with Ghostface? This one? I thought they did a remix. Uh, I don't the, remember that. Are you thinking about Ra Raheem Devon? I love Raheem Devon. I don't remember Rough this with a remix, ends. no. Even um, more. Even, ne even Next, Wifey, or Too Close don't have uh, R&B verses, uh, hip-hop verses. Neither does ja, uh, Jaheem just in I, case. Yo, I, let me just, I want to be clear about something. Yeah. No on? one knows more about this shit than me. Just to be clear. I know I'm about, invincible. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What you talking about? What you talking about? No than what? Rough Ends. No yeah. More Remix featuring Cuban Links. It says Cuban Links 2000 Remix featuring Ghostface and Raekwon. Shit. Ooh. Shit. I don't remember that. I don't, I, yo, I wonder why it didn't ring off. I could just Probably picture what? the record. Because you know what it was? They were on Ghost Label. They were on so uh They tried to recreate Epic. the Jodeci? Yeah, but I mean, it's so different. I wonder if it's good. Rough, we might have to play it. Even though you're not going to hear it well. Oh, here it is. It's on, it's on streaming. 
See, I hear that clearly. Weird. I think it's the bass. Because this is supposed to sound like a phone call. Yeah. That's why all the phone stuff comes through clearly. Right. I think it's the bass. Don't even start beefing. I'm leaving and leave. Stop speaking. Yo, no stack. Oh, shit. It's on outstanding. I did not remember this at all. Better. Kept it so you have ice. Take it off. No loss. Knew you was an Indian. Give a nick. Besides, that's the way I floss. Yeah, I'm bugging out. Acting like an old lady. It's real. A nick got mine. She's sleeping with a page in me. Baby, relax. Sit back and chill. Yo, we slept, bro. Yeah, no. You know why? It should be on the original beat. Right. We should do a so version. Different. We should we should stem it and put it on the original beat. This is too slow though. This is a different tempo too, no? You can fix it all digital. Come on, there's no tempo anymore. Still pretty good though. It's alright. It, it, original beat would have been better. Now do you think Ghostface says anything deeply inappropriate? <laughs> Like in the middle of it, he's like, That's why I fucked you on your rag. <laughs> I want to hear what goes first. All right, here we go. And that's a no no. So meta, he referenced another R&B song of the era in the R&B song of the era. Wow. <laughs> I love Ghostface so much. Oh, fuck. I was really good. I have a new song I've been playing that I really want to get Ghostface on that's really fucking dope. I think you might even like it. What is it? Rome Streets? It's not It's not Rometh Streets. It's, a, it's actually, it's funny you say that, though. Uh, I, I, it's his manager manages the artist. The artist's name is uh, Poindexter. He's from <sighs> Indy. I don't know if I've ever heard of Tell me if you can hear this. Sounds like some new shit. I know. Perfect for Ghost to me. No, I don't party, I like to get money. No, I don't party, I like to get money. No, I don't party, I like to get money. No, I don't party, I like to get money. I don't like to party, I like to get money. No, I don't party, I like to get money. No, I don't He doesn't like to party, he likes to get money. No, I don't party, I like to get money. No, I don't party, I like to get money. I'm comfy, feet up, living too lovely. 24-7, I be in my duffy. Ain't had no haircut in two months, I'm scruffy. Trust me, either gon' hate me or love me. No, I don't got no free time, that's a luxury. Musty, dusty, it's ugly, don't ask me to go out i'm nothing i ain't on the club scene that hook trying to suck me and she got a it's different i like, I like it. it i liked it until it started going off beat you you, you sife, sife. let me tell you something about sife he's not <laughs> rocking with this slightly outside the pocket he comes nah. back to it he comes back he doesn't like live outside the pocket he comes yeah. back to the pocket. it's pretty dope though right yes i like it um speaking of weird did you hear the Nicki minaj disc record that came out last night no wait sorry before you get into that oh, do you know anybody boy. in cincy any cool rappers in Cincy? Uh, I know High Tech. High Tech, that's it. I know Mood. That okay, was High Tech's group. High Tech's group. So what happened Cincy, now? Cincy. Who's Nikki Dissing? What's going on? Megan The Stallion. Yeah, it's hey it's, pop radio guy. Tell me what's going on. Yo, don't you do you? You're on the radio too. <laughs> I do old school. Yeah, throwbacks. True. But don't you have to do the? Don't you have to talk about the news, the current stories going on in the world? Yeah, but I was on a cruise, so. Uh, um, I don't even feel like it. But like, basically, they've been going back and forth for years. Then the other day, Megan dropped a little, a little. Uh, I mean, stronger than sublim, but a little shot at Nikki. She said something like, "You're not mad at Megan. You're mad at Megan's law." 
Megan's Law is like the law around like child predators or, or you know, people who've been convicted Ooh. of. Yeah. It's a good bar. It's a good, yeah. it's a good bar. And that, that's good. That's good. Th- that opened the shit up to like Fulton. And then Nikki's on live every night saying crazy shit, sounding kind of nuts. People are kind of worried about her because she seems like not altogether great. You know what I mean? No, Kanye's fine. Yeah, no, everyone's good. Don't worry about them. And then and then she dropped a record last night where she just like Yeah, she went she went pretty ham. It's it get it's being met with mixed reviews because it's not great. But everyone's scared to, yo, it's like we talked about in the morning show today. Ebro wasn't there. Ebro is a chronic Nikki defender. I, I don't yeah. know how he would have handled today, but my guess is he would have found a way to be like he wouldn't say it's good because he couldn't. But he would have made it about like, yeah, but like I like that she cares about the bars or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's a that's a typical Ebro argument. Yeah. Yeah, like he's not gonna say he's gonna find a way to make it okay. Yo, listening to me cast Laura and Shawnee try to talk about it, all knowing it wasn't very good, but no one wanting smoke with Nikki, her friends, her fans, anything. It was hilarious. There are moments where there's literally just silence on the radio. We're just like, well, uh, Hmm. What smoke are her fans giving you? No, no, no. That people don't want it. People are scared of it because they're so they can be so aggressive. Well, that's what I'm saying. What smoke? What are they gonna do? What can that be? In, yeah, in, what are they gonna the, do? In their case, it can be giving out your home address. That's the worst. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's that's not that's a bad one. <laughs> Shit like does that. Anyone, does anyone then go to your home? I don't you know. Got a doorman. I mean, you got a doorman. But by, and by the way, does, isn't everybody's address everywhere now? I think I, think I know it's know. bad now. I think it's. I think you could literally name a celebrity. I'll tell you if I can find their address. I don't want to play that game. Nope, me neither. But let me try one. I'll, I won't tell you. I'll just put Taylor Swift because I actually know her address. No, that one's the worst. Yeah. Everyone knows her address, and she's yeah. the biggest star. So, by the way, did you see the story last week? This isn't funny, and we shouldn't make we shouldn't make fun of this. But at the same time, last week. Do you remember there was a guy who like got caught stalking Taylor Swift? Yeah. And cuz he showed up at that apartment? Yeah. And he he then went to jail. Mhm. How how crazy is it that he got he eventually um listen to the story. It says a Seattle man who police say has been stalking and harassing Taylor Swift was ordered held without bail yesterday. After he was arrested three times in recent days in front of the pop star's home in Manhattan. Yo, Saif, he, at one of the times, he got out of jail and then immediately was arrested digging through the dumpster across the street from her house. <laughs> it's like, yo, first of all, I feel bad for her. I take it seriously for her. I do. Yeah. And secondly, he's obviously very sick. That being She's said, fine. that being said, the She's level, fine. the level of crazy that people, it is. People in that in her building are worse off than she is. Because there's a weirdo outside their building, but at yeah, least she has they don't security. have security like she does. But but uh, Saif, imagine the level of like how much you love to stalk Taylor Swift. That you get out of jail and you just get in the cab and he's like, "Where can Let's I take you, buddy?" Right he's like, "Back to Taylor Swift's house." <laughs> <laughs> We're right back. Pull it right up there next to the dumpster. I'm good right there. Thanks. I'm gonna jump right in. What? I'm across the street. What? What? Yeah. What okay. is the problem? Okay, I know it looks weird that I happen to be back here across the street, but <laughs> I was just dumpster diving, <laughs> and yo. Oh man. oh man! But it is. Don't you think it is crazy that so many people have her address? Like everyone just knows her apartment building. I think it's. A, I, I think it's across the street from where I got married. It's across the street from where my manager used. To, my old manager used to live. Because oh. we used to see her there before. I mean, she was still big, but not like this big. Wait, it's the same place. She didn't she move to a bigger place? I think it's a different place. What place is it? What is it? What's the address? <laughs> What's the address? It's Tribeca. Was that one Tribeca too? Yeah. Maybe it's she tri- moved. It's Tribeca, but now maybe it's the same one. I don't know. I don't know. 
I heard I heard Jay Z and Beyonce have a place right directly across the street from where I got married. Yes, that's true. I know that place too. Right there. Yeah. Yo, I wish I had a I wish I had like a little fifty mil to drop on an apartment right quick. Fifty you know mil's I mean? light. Light. Fifty mil's light. That's I know. Oh yeah, Jay's new Jay's new place is like two hundred mil or something, right? You gotta step that shit up, bro. So I'm. Not, I, I have to say something. I was what just happened? in. I was just in Tampa over the weekend. Yeah. All right. And let me say, on paper, a lot of reasons I, I should not like Florida. A lot. But when I'm in Florida, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I I know what these weirdos who I don't like like about Florida, <laughs> and they're not wrong on this. You fuck with Tampa. I like Tampa, St. Pete. I do. For real. I, I really like Tampa St. Pete. It's like Wait, what were you there for wrestling? Yeah. Because wasn't Burt Kreischer just there too? Wasn't there like a big What's Tampa? Bu- Is it Buccaneers or something? Yes. What's that? What's Buccaneers? Tampa Bay Buccaneers football team. Was he playing? Was How, he, were they I, why playing? are you asking me about Burt Kreischer? I asked you about Burt Kreischer. You're he, I saw our- him with a pirates uniform. I'm assuming yeah. he was at a but maybe he wasn't there. Maybe it was somewhere else. If it's a pirate football thing, was it what a few weeks ago? I, f- I thought it was this week, but I could be wrong. I was on a ship. I don't know. Either way, have you never have you never been to Tampa, St. Pete? I have. You never been, been to Tampa? To, you, you never played like the laugh box or the shithole or, or <laughs> it's, the, it's the it was an improv, the Tampa improv. Now it moved. Now it changed to the funny bone. <laughs> in in er, what's that city? What's the Yerbu City? Yer, Yerba. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about the funny boat. There's the like a little boat? area. It's like a Cuban name or something. Yoruba. So whatever it's called. I don't know. Yoruba City. Uh, how was it? Did you like it? I mean, it's a comedy club. Like, I don't I don't go. I didn't go around the town. Yeah, I just. Tampa just feels like easy. It, Tampa St. Pete just feels like. Yo, every once in a while. Here's the thing. I think everyone. And you may not have this urge anymore because you don't live in the city. But when you live in the city, there's something really nice about a place where you could just, like, drive around and do stuff easy, you know? And, like, the temperature's great. It's, like, lovely outside. And you just have a car. And you're like, I want to go somewhere. And it's not going to be that hard. I'm going to just drive there. I'll be there in 10 minutes. And I'm going to park. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? The parking? Okay. Oh, now, now you just hit a, a nerve. You hit a soft spot. Parking anywhere is fucking fantastic. Like when it's just like, oh, there's a restaurant, and what do you do? Oh, you just drive up, pull up in front, and park, and go inside. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. And it, oh, but but, but I want to have a drink or two. Okay, no worries. Uber, it'll be twelve, not seventy. You know what I mean? Like, or you could spend, you know, you could you you could spend half a million dollars there and get a and get a home, have like a nice a nice actual home there. Why not? I might get a spot in Florida, man. I might do it. <laughs> you have I enough spots, bro. Now, I mean, listen. What do I, I, I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time just putting money in a bank account. It's not smart. I can put it and invest in the market. That's a good idea. But honestly, I, I heard Tampa's on the... I heard it's on the... What was that? I heard it's on the... Yeah. I heard it's on the come. That like Bill Gates is invested in a lot down there, and that people are expecting Tampa to make a move. Like it's time. Like right now is the the move time. I've missed so Tampa. many of. I've missed so many of those. Wish I did Vegas. Wish I got a place in Vegas. Or Austin. I mean, oh well, Austin, we missed on a different. I mean, Austin, you missed so bad. I don't even want to go anymore. <laughs> it's it's like <laughs> it became New York. I mean, what you read about is that it really like in the years since I first went, the early South by days. My early South by days, which were like 2010, I think it's now like a, an actual different place, popping yeah. off. Oh, when, definitely a different. Place. It's when did you first go? I know you've been recently because there's a lot of you have a lot of stuff there. If you went 2010, I probably went probably f- yeah, like fifth, sixteen, probably. I think the first time I ever went to Austin was with Che. Yeah, it was with Che. And it's different since then in the last Oh, eight. hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, last, yeah, like, I saw it changing in the last three years. Like, If I had copped in, like, when I, if I, well, I didn't have any money then. But I was going to say, if in 2010, I'd be like, yo, I should get a little spot here. But by the way, you probably could have gotten a little spot there for 
legit cheap. Although yeah. I think the Austin change probably started, started pre-even that. Yo, do you remember when Miami changed? Miami used to be shit. I went for the first time in 1993 or four with my parents. Miami is shit. No, but I mean like being a desirable place that people spent tons of money to go live in. I don't think it is even that. Oh, Miami's it's expensive now, bro. Yeah, but it's not. No one lives there. That's like secondary residence. It's like they have a house there, but they, a lot of people don't live there. They're there now because it's cold. Uh, you're saying you don't think people are in my people don't care to be in Miami in June. Miami is uh, it's so fake. Like it's like there's a couple of hot spots that are very tantalizing, and then the rest is hood, hood, hood. Oh, so when you say it's fake, you mean it's fake nice. Like, it's not yeah. even actually nice. No, it's fake nice. It's like a really, there's a really nice section with all the dope restaurants and then all the dope buildings. And then they got their Williamsburg. They got Wynwood, which is which their is, Williamsburg is area. Yeah. That's where we were last time. Yeah. That that's good. cool. But then you start venturing out. It's, once, you, once some checkers starts popping up, you in the hood, bro. Once you see that checkers... You know the you know Checkers is, right? Of course. You know Checkers is fully mobile. Like they stick Checkers in a spot and if it doesn't do well in a year or two, they just pick it up and move it to another place. It's like has the ability to just fucking put it on a truck and just move it. That is amazing. Is that true? Yeah, 100%. Yo, have you ever done that joke before? Once you start seeing the Checkers popping up, cuz that's a pretty no. good joke. That's a pretty uh, good joke. I didn't that think was of it as real. a joke. I thought it was reality. So you're saying Miami, because the other random Florida cities get kind of a bad rap, right? Like when you say I'm going to Tampa, there's a certain like, okay. Like there's a certain got Orlando. Clubs. Orlando, Tampa, the other parts of Florida get a little like, meh. But Miami gets this special like, I'm going to Miami for the weekend. Right. It has that. Yeah. For the weekend. Or for the week. And then everyone gets caught up. Everybody, every, Think of every rapper that moved to Miami in the, in the mid-2000s. None of them live there anymore. Rick Ross doesn't live there. Rick Nor Ross. Doesn't Nori live there? Nori lives, yeah, near there. Not Nori Miami, lives near like, there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Rick Ross, the head of the Miami, everything is this Miami, Miami. He don't live there. All those rappers, Nas used to live there. Did he, they all moved to L.A.? <laughs> oh, nice weather, and I can actually get some business done. Right, yeah, I'm right. In LA. Well, and it has more than L.A. has more than like a total of four blocks that are nice. Like you could go to a different different places. That's a fair point by you. So if I finished the Michael Jackson podcast, I really enjoyed that, by the way. I What's wanna, that? I, what I was recommend that? that. Um, it's called Think Twice. It's a uh, host. Remember uh, Jay Smooth, radio personality and like a hip-hoppy dude, Jay Smooth? He was big on the early days of the internet. Uh, that's how I remember him like from the most, making these videos talking about like hip-hop culture stuff. It's hosted by Jay Smooth and this other guy whose name I can't quite remember. But It's, it's a podcast about Michael Jackson? It's a 10-episode podcast. The first episode, they, like, start you in 1993 when the charges, for, he gets his first charges at him. Yeah. But then they drop back to, like, Gary, Indiana, and tell his whole story over, like, five or six episodes to kind of, like, give you the backdrop truly of his life. Huh. And then circles back around to, again, what happened. And then it's about, like, you know, all of it and how there's, like, how you kind of can't, there's no way to even properly contextualize how big he was and also, like, how fucked up the fucked up shit about that we've heard about him sounds. Let me say one thing I've learned about Michael Jackson, though. You could say what you want about the horrible things that he allegedly did, but my man was very, very committed in interview after interview to openly admitting and justifying sleeping in bed with children. <laughs> Yo, it starts to at a certain point blow my mind. The interview after interview. But Michael, isn't it weird to to be in bed with children? No, no, it's not weird. You're weird. What's weird about a man sleeping in bed with a child? And everyone is like, it's weird. And he's like, no. And I'm like, most people 
would have just been like, I don't do that. I don't sleep in bed with children. I mean, like, random children. Yes. They they make they they specify that sometimes. Children who are not your family members. And he's like it's funny. I fuck damn, you just reminded me. Somebody told me once. Oh, it was most. It was most. I'll talk about this is you know when how long ago this was? If I were to guess years ago? Years ago. Okay. Bro, years ago, like I wanna say, maybe not raucous days, but like right after. Most dev said something so weird to me. He goes, yo, there's nothing like waking up in your bed with your kids in the bed. And he had a lot of kids, right? At the, You know, he had little kids. So I was like, uh, that sounds so weird, man. I mean, I get it. It's your kids. But what the fuck does that even mean? Until I had kids, bro. And, well, and, and, you, have, and you have kids and you travel a lot. Yo, and I, and I, and I, it's, bro, it's a crazy feeling. So I remember the last time I saw Mose, I said, yo, I got to tell you something weird, bro. I said, one time you said this, this, and that. And I go, now I understand, but it took me however many years to understand that. And it's like, a, you can't, it sounds weird even to say with your own kids. Exactly. <laughs> so so Mike, imagine. Mike is just saying to fr his friends that were kids, and I'm sure some stranger kids. Correct. The, the, and like stuff like, you know, the one kid, one of the kids from the documentary, he met the kid, took him on tour, and his parents, the kid's parents went on the tour too, and they stayed down the hall as their kids stayed in Michael's room. So the funny part is whenever- And they're from Florida. Have <laughs> to be. <laughs> so the funny part is- Whenever stuff related to Michael comes up on the show, like recently, he got named what, our show of, or no on on the morning show. Oh, okay, I oh, remember that. Remember? Yeah, when used to be on it, but now, anyways. So, but you'll still relate to the sentiment. So, so recently, his name came up in the Weinstein stuff. So I made a joke to Ebro or something like, I was like, "Bro, is there anything less news than that Michael Jackson was like? That's not even news. Like that's." They didn't say that they knew he molested any kids or anything. They just said he was on one of the lists. I was like, that is so uninteresting given what we know about. And whenever a subject like oh, that Oh, Epstein. What did I say? Weinstein? I think he said Weinstein. I meant Epstein. Sorry. Yeah. He was on an Epstein. Yo, that's fucked up. Just confusing pervert Steens out here. <laughs> just, just, just confusing fucking filthy, disgusting people with similar names. So... Whenever something like that comes up, and you guys know, you listen to the podcast. Sife knows he's been dealing with fears. I fucking, I love Michael. I don't, I, 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 can, I can acknowledge there's this weird fucked up thing that I really try to understand better. And if it's true, is horrible. And I also love his music and I'm fascinated by his career. Whenever it comes up, though, Shawnee has the need to throw in like a yo chill or ah or, and we had to be like, no, bro. No matter what you say, we know, even if you're his biggest fan on earth, you know he was doing weird nah, shit chill, with little chill. kids. No, no, no. Nah, what do you mean chill, though? You know nah, that he had little children chill. friends. It's nah. every, that's every time. And I'm like, I said to him, I was like, Shani, I, I said, I'm a bigger Michael fan than you. Why do you feel the need to say this? Like you, It's it's okay. It's It's... Part of the story. I'm not OJ. black. I'm OJ. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, it is. It is that Shawnee does. Shawnee plays the role of the guy, and I get it. Of like, just tries his best to defend the black celebrity who's been dragged, no matter what the accusation is. No matter what. I, I sort no of respect what. the consistency of it. <laughs> so then, after I finished the podcast yesterday, I, I had this memory. Of of DJing at the Apollo in the days after Michael passed. And the radio station was like hosting basically because people just started going to the Apollo. And I guess the I guess the Apollo didn't really know what to do from an entertainment entertainment standpoint. So they connected with whoever at the station, BLS or Time Kiss and Hot. And we went up there and did stuff. 
I and do I, not I, remember this at all, bro. So I go on YouTube. I go on YouTube to be like, I wonder if I search like Apollo Michael Jackson tributes if I could find anything. And sure enough, I found some grainy, horrible video. Wasn't that was sure me, that was me talking. I wasn't sure who was DJing, what was going on, but I heard Cypher Sounds yelling on the mic for sure. <laughs> yeah, I yo, don't remember that at all, bro. Yo, Cypher, think about. Think about the life that you've lived that you don't remember the Apollo a day or two after Michael died, packed to the fucking gills with people singing every word. I remember because I I don't I couldn't tell who was DJing in that set. Like if you were just hosting. One of them I zoomed in. It looked like I might have actually been DJing and you were talking. I don't know what I just know at some point I did a set. I remember it. And I remember it was just the Shit. easiest set in the world because you would just play a song, everyone would scream, and then when the song would go- come on, you could just pull out the music and people were just singing yeah. every word. It was awesome. And Bro, you don't even as, remember I don't that. even remember it. That's crazy. You know that if you ever write a book, you're going to have to literally have like Drewski sit with you for like uh, a bunch hours. of hours. Uh, yeah, a bunch. You'll yeah. have to go through all of your... All of your past indentured servants yeah. will have to sit with you and be like, you don't remember. But because blank? also you can't just call up the memory. You have to like be talking about shit and then it comes up. So it's going to be like hours of just dinners and dominoes and just fucking talking. Because I don't remember that one at all. Because I remember James, when James Brown died, they had him at the Apollo, right? Remember they had the James Brown tour, the body tour? Yeah, when did James Brown die? I remember that was at the Apollo. I do not remember Michael Jackson's body was well, he died, there. He, no, di- was he died in two thousand six. I wasn't. I wasn't around yet. I didn't go to it. I'm just remembering. I remember this. I mean, how do you at the Apollo? At the Apollo, for Michael, they had like a little uh, glass case with a glove on the stage. I don't, man. That's all they had. I've been to the Apollo so many times. I do not remember this. So crazy. <laughs> well, did I tell you so, oh, so? So, I don't even want to get into it because I don't want to. I ran into I I ran into someone the other day, and I say to my brother, "Do you remember so and so?" And he tells me a story that was so shitty about this person. He was like, "You don't remember when this happened?" And described the story, and it's so a very remarkable story. And I was like, I did not remember. Now I remember it. Now that you fully retold me the story, yeah, I'm like, yes, that one hundred percent. I don't, I don't want to deal with the. I don't want to deal with is the person. Nicky, is Nicki even not? Is it the, the the barbs? No, it's not barb related. Yo, okay. do you know that people on the internet? I guess in an in an attempt to avoid dealing with barbs, I noticed this. They they write icky. No. <laughs> they write I C K I to talk about her because they don't feel like dealing with the repercussions. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Why do you have to talk about it then? Just leave it alone. Yeah, that's a good point, right? You want to give an opinion so bad, but you just don't want to deal with that. Yeah, then just don't give the opinion. I saw Common last week. I love that man. I really do. I have to tell you, he's okay. the best. Is there anyone more in hip-hop, Sife, that, like, is what they're supposed to be more than Common? <laughs> like, he's it. Like, he... I guess Ghostface. I always say about Ghostface, too. But, like, Ghostface probably isn't even as Ghostface as Common is Common. Because Ghostface isn't running around literally just, like, doing the crazy things that he talks about all the time. Right, He right. just sounds and looks like himself. Yeah. Common literally... Is the most like peace loving, hip hop loving, human being appreciative, vegan, calm, relaxed, like. <laughs> and that's what he's supposed to be? I mean, the, the older version of him, it's not what common sense was supposed to be, but like the post resurrection, I think that common started around like like water for chocolate common. That's that's who I, I think. think I do put something in there. I mean, I think I she added to it. Mix. I think she added to it. 
Yo, by the way, though, I mean, I just want to be honest about Common too, and I say this respectfully. Go ahead. He's obviously a coxman as well. Apparently, he's had a hell of a run. That Common he's had a good, a, a nice. It feels like a respectable. Not too much kiss and tell. No, respectable, respectful, Yalis. <laughs> you know, he's had a really good run. We've oh, really, fuck. we've really covered a range where, of topics. So, so where'd you see him at the station? Yeah, he came in to promote his book. Um, you got a I, book? Yeah, we should we, we should get him to come do one at Peru if we could ever get in the studio. Oh, I got there. um, yeah, Chappelle? we should we do no Joey Fatone. Joey's down to do it. Joey Fatone, I, 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 yo, bro, I bodied him on the cruise, bro. What do you I mean? bodied him. So as soon as I saw him, I said, "Hey, what the fuck, bro?" He's like, "What?" I'm like, "You just abandoned me at the Thanksgiving Day parade." He's <laughs> well, like, "You did. You hit him with that." He goes, "Wait, what?" People don't remember the story. If you somehow don't remember it, Siphon Joey Fatone, Siphon was with his kids, kid, walked one into kid. the one kid walked into the parade. Thought they were together. They ended up rocking for a second. And then Joey, like, got separated. And the person clearly, like, kind of went up to Joey. And Joey was like, I don't know him. And Sife got taken out. This is what happened. Bro. So he tried to explain it. He explained it. I'm a, we're going to have him on the on the podcast to explain it. He wants to do it. He, really? He said he, he he really wanted to explain? Yeah, he wanted to do it. He was, he was super cool. And he's from, he's from, I think he's from Staten Island originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. So he's so. like, he's like a New Yorker, like no matter what. You know what I mean? But I bodied him, bro. I wanted, I, I did, I go, I told the story on stage. I go, this, I said, you see this guy around the cruise ship, you give him all this love. Fuck that, bro. You give Joy all in sync, Joy for tone. You show him what, he is a piece of shit. And you need to tell him this when you see him. I told the whole story. I go, he abandoned me. I'm at the parade with my kid in the freezing cold weather. And he just goes, he's not with me. Like, I exaggerated it, obviously. And then I go, he treated me the way Justin Timberlake treats him. And the crowd's like, oh. So I go, when you see, this was day one, like the, like the first, well, the second day, but like the first day on sea. I'm like, when you see him on this ship, you tell him he abandoned Cypher Sounds and his kid. And then so like, like that was like at 6 o'clock, that show. Then I see him again at, at like around midnight. And he comes up to me and goes, what'd you say? What? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Yo, Cypher, I said, knew. He's Keep like, on. people are abusing me. <laughs> By the way, uh, I, I feel like I knew mad people on this boat I found out this weekend. What do you? Who do you know? Well, I ended up okay. The order of people I know. Who do I, my my friend? My friend who's the ring announcer for WWE was on the boat. There was some arrest. There was like a re awful wrestling. I no, think it was called. There was a wrestling show happening. Oh, maybe no, no, no. But a guy who I know is the ring announcer for WWE who said he met you. Um, he's a tall, handsome guy. His real name's Austin, but his name is Mike on WWE. Nice hair, nice hair, tall man. Um, okay. he hung with you. He was hanging out with the singer, this guy, Ryan Cabrera. Did you meet Ryan Cabrera? Yeah. I didn't meet him, but he was there. Yeah. So Ryan is married to Alexa Bliss, who's a wrestler, is my friend. Okay. And he, he's a DJ too. He was doing a DJ set. They, they brought him in as like a fill in DJ. Cause the DJ, DJ blue was sick or something. Exactly. Yeah. And then on top of that, I met this guy yesterday who was a friend of my friend Zach, a guy named Vinny, who was a keyboard player, who's friends with all of the Jokers. He's from Staten Island. And he said he hung with you too. Vinny. Think his name's Vinny. He's a lot a of Vinnies. He's a keyboard player. What he's band? From, I don't know. Okay. But, he's from, but he's from Staten Island. Was he and playing on the ship or he just happened to be there? I think he was playing because he's like, I, I don't know though. He's down with the Jokers though. Yeah. Fun times, man. Yo, so we did a um so do you know Joe DeRosa? Uh yes. Not he has personally. a podcast with Sal. It's called um Taste Buds and they talk about different foods and snacks and it's hilarious. Uh so Joe DeRosa and I years ago when we were like Oh, this was years ago. Okay. Before the pandemic, the last cruise we were on before the pandemic, we were like 
We should do a fucking, just a straight up old school hip hop party on the boat. So we get on the boat this year. It was like, Sal texted me like, old school party, question mark, boat, question mark. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, just tell me when. It wasn't on the official schedule. We get this small little club on the boat. We say we're doing a, a fucking old school hip hop party. And I was at first, I was tired. I was all day, I was doing shit, but I was like, fuck it, let's just do it. It was the day we got off the boat in the Bahamas, so like hot, whatever. So I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. So I'm like, is this private or open to the public? He's like, nah, let's invite people. So I start telling everybody on the boat, yo, old school party, old school hip hop party. Then I get there and Sal's like, nah, let's do private. So, <laughs> so all these people show up and want to get in. So it was it the Jokers had a lot of family and friends with him this time, like a lot. And then Eric Andre also did. So um start playing old school and everybody's just talking, just networking or whatever. Like no one's really dancing or whatever. And I go, Sal, you gotta be cause Sal was like, I don't want just regular people in here. Like, I wanna do an event where everyone's not just staring at me. You know what I mean? Like, I want people to have fun and like Play old school. So I said, all right, well, you got to start talking on the mic and tell these people what to do. Because they're just, I said, some of these people in here weren't even born in the 90s. Like, these girls were like 23 over here. Like, Right. Bro, we had that shit rocking. Rocking. I start off with like, you know, Kane, Rakim, EPMD. Then I get into like, then I did like a like four or five commercial this is how we do it after children's story, hypnotize, you know, sh shit to get them like going, uptown anthem. But then we just started fucking just people, everybody was dancing, having fun. Then we just start getting into like tribe, De La, black sheep, fucking, oh man, gangstar. Sal, they, they were, Sal is just, all, that? all of it. Sal just knows the words to a lot of songs. And he his N word edits are fucking ninja like, bro. No pun intended. His his N word edits are fucking smooth. I mean, and he's do he does give me the loot. He's done. I've seen him do this before. He's like, yo, I threw on um, where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? Eric Andre jumps on stage, starts rapping the whole shit, the Biggie verse, and then and then sounds like Don, give me the loot. So I Don, give me the loot afterwards, and he raps the whole thing. Like, the whole thing. It's impressive. Um, but they're Staten Island guys, right? I mean, like, it's kind of not surprising. They're big. Yeah, but the other regular. two don't know songs like that. Not right. like every hip-hop verse. He's the one. The yeah. hip-hop guy. Um, I had something else I wanted to say to you uh, relative to the cruise. It was fun. Overall fun? Yeah, it's fun. Super fun. How many cruises have you been on this year? This year? Well, the last one was like was Halloween. The Burke Chrysler one was Halloween. I've so, mastered it. I've mastered it. You, I, I got it on lock. You like cruises? You're a cruise guy now? I'm not saying that. I'm saying if there's a themed cruise that I'm a a good part of, I've mastered the way to do it. I wouldn't personally go on a cruise as my own vacation. Does it look like it's relaxing or fun for the people who are on the cruise? It, it's fun for sure. You make it what you want to make it. There's places to go relax and there's places to wild out. You make it what you want to make it. And that is, that's the thing I learned about cruises. Like there's a back, there's a back deck, like a restaurant on the very end of the ship that's where I go chill. I was with some friends. We were playing dominoes. You know, I go do my work back there. I got my laptop back there. We shoot stuff back there. Like, that's, you find your little spots, and you fucking, and you know how to weave in and out of, like, the people talking to you, if you if you want. It's fun. Uh, but like, I would love to do a fucking, part of my French, I always curse so much. Yeah, I would love disgusting. to, I wish we could do, like, I don't know. I wish we could do a cruise. Like, I wish I could do a, a hip-hop comedy cruise. A hip-hop comedy cruise. And we have, like, a 90s party. Uh, you know, we have some acts on there. We have, like, a big, like, 
big party. We do comedy shows. We do like a backpack night or something. Like, I wish we could do a cruise like Yumi, Riz, Eclipse, Stretch. I mean, this is. I'm leaving a lot of white guys. Yeah, this, yeah, this is, and this is too much. I think. Wait, this I, is why, why, why though? Why? Because you at two underground. It's too. I think you. I think you do a. If we were to, a one ep slash comedy cruise. Yeah, you gotta have a big following though. It's expensive. Of, of our 850 patrons, how many do you think we get to go on the cruise? I mean, if we did, if we did Ray and Ghosts, Red Man. But the thing is, then you're spending money like for town. Then you're how, how do you make money? You have to. Well, I mean, they, how much they, they charge can, people to go on those cruises? I don't know. It's a lot. Some people like talking about two G's per person with a bal- for a balcony room or something. It's a lot. And how many people do you think fit on that Impractical Joker's boat? I want to say 3,500 is a number I've heard thrown around. Wow. That many people? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't think this one was totally sold out. It didn't feel like rammed, rammed. But it's a lot of people. So you're saying, you know, 3,000 people spending between 1,000 and 2,000 each. Just for the room and board. Yeah, then there's the... The drink packages, like people buy like the unlimited drink packages or whatever. Like I, we were talking to these young girls from Chicago, mm-hmm. they were super cool. They became you. Be, you find like your little crew, your cruise tribe. So these, so I'm with two 25 year olds, 26 year olds. So well, they got you, you know. You brought, you brought Lucas and bits and bitch dealer. You brought bits and bitch dealer. Yeah. What a life. These and my mom, are. my mom came too. Wait, wait. Yeah. We almost, we almost. What happened? No, I almost want to do a whole Patreon about this cruise now with Bits, Bits, Bitch Stealer, and your mom. Bits and Bitch Stealer. There's a fucking subplot. We should do that on Patreon. All right. So I don't want to hear any more about it. We'll do that on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Juan Ep is life. We appreciate you. We love you. And uh, we'll catch you on the Patreon.